The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Straight cash, homie. Would you please break a damn story? He took it out. Oh, for you. Monday, PFT, OT, also part of the PFT PM podcast feed. Chris Sims, Mike Florio, stuff we didn't get to or feel like talking about a little bit more after uh, making ourselves a little bit loopy talking about the NFL for two hours, three for me, on the sixth Monday of the regular season. Let's go back to the Cowboys. Yeah. Because they were 3-0, and and we had some video of Jerry Jones in the locker room and I saw a tweet from Calvin Watkins of the Dallas Morning News that Jerry Jones was was shaken yesterday. It was his 77th birthday. This Cowboys team was supposed to be special. They had yeah. everything lined up. They paid Ezekiel Elliott to get him into the fold. We, I remember talking after three weeks, do they have any weaknesses other than coaching? No. But, the, you know, the coaching is now starting to rear its ugly head. I think they're relying too much on the talent of the team. There's enough scheming. There's enough game planning. There's enough creativity. And now we have to wonder – Jason Garrett, who's only under contract through this year, yeah, is he in a situation where a disastrous loss to the Eagles, for example, right. on Sunday night football, could that be the thing that causes Jerry Jones to roll out of bed the next day and say, "I got to make a change"? I, I don't think so. I, you know, again, now, now where they're in trouble if they lose this weekend is, I, I think they're like, forget the wild card. None of that's going to happen. But they're still very much in the race to win the NFC East, and I think you stay the course one hundred percent. You know, I, but here's the thing, though. Yeah, go ahead. If they lose yeah. to the Eagles at home, right. They have to play in Philadelphia later this year. Yeah, I know. You get swept. Yeah. You've got to make up three games right. elsewhere. I know. And that's not going to be easy to no, do. No, it's not easy, but they they went into Philadelphia last year on Sunday Night Football and beat them, right? We can't forget about that. You know, they're, they are kind of one of those teams when you think they're not going to – their backs are against the wall. They somehow, you know, pulled through it. They have incredible talent. You know, you can live with the Saints' loss a few weeks ago, okay? The Packers' loss last week. Even though it's not easy to live with, hey, mistakes happen. Dak Prescott interceptions early. They get behind. Not a good look, certainly. Um, but then, you know, this game yesterday, I think, is where the concern level rises a little bit because we know they are far superior than the New York Jets. And the New York Jets have been unable to really do anything. I think I was just surprised that the offense couldn't punch in the ball for touchdowns, having to settle for field goals, uh, not sustaining drives or finding big plays in the run game or the pass game, really, throughout the day. And then the defense letting up some of the big plays, you know, early on. I think that was another thing I just did not expect. I thought the Cowboys would kind of over overwhelm that Jets offense in general and yeah they would win a game by 10 or 14 points something like that but the Jets had other plans and they had a good game plan off the bye week and Sammy Darnold gave them no lift yeah it was last year they were three and five going into a Sunday night game at the Eagles and and at the time right there was a thought that if they got embarrassed it could be that's it for for Jason Garrett yeah. and and that vibe has begun to creep back in even though they're, they're only three and three the bar was so much higher this year and you get off to that 3-0 start. Last year they started 1-2. and 
that creates expectations. That begins to develop the sense that it's going to be a special season. And they've seen the special season come crashing down. And like you said, now it, 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 I think they're already at the point where, based upon how this team has played the past few weeks, it's NFC East Championship or you're not going to the playoffs. And uh, look, w- what they are able to do by way of holding serve at home on Sunday night against the Eagles is going to go a long way toward determining whether they win that division. Yeah. And, and look, I don't. I, God, we've been so bad at picking these Sunday night games this year. I, I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to make my decision and then literally do the opposite. Do, yeah, yeah. I know it's. Uh, you know, you yeah. Conventional wisdom would would make you think, oh, Dallas is at home. You know, backs against the wall. They should be able to win this game. The problem is, you know, the Eagles are talented too. Now they're beat up. That's their biggest issue. But the Eagles are certainly not going to be intimidated by the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles, you know, got a lot of big people up front on both sides of the ball. They're not going to lose that matchup in any, you know, bad way or anything like that. You know, the the, the thing I look at, you know, more than anything, I'm a little disappointed in Ezekiel, who's been good. I'm not trying to say he's not good. I just think he doesn't look quite as explosive to me, so that's concerning to me. Um, you know, the the pass offense, I think, has been very good. It's encouraging. It's as good as we've seen, you know, since Tony Romo in his prime. The defense... I do have, like, my concerns there. I know there's talent. Demarcus Lawrence hasn't been as good. Um, But uh, the big thing there and going into the coaching thing is I do think their defense has to be a little bit more game plan specific. You know, they are one of those teams, and I know you've heard me say this lots and lots, that they just go out there. You know what the Cowboys are going to play and do. They don't, like, really do anything special on a week-to-week basis. They just go, this is what we do. We're really talented. Our power, our speed is just going to overwhelm you. We're going to hustle. We're going to tackle and do all that. Okay, great. But, you know, this is the NFL. Even when you are a really talented team like the Dallas Cowboys, you're not, like, so much more greatly talented than maybe one of the worst teams in football in the New York Jets to where you can just roll out there and go, we're just going to be us and beat them. No. I mean, the New England Patriots game plan then did a lot of different stuff when they played the New York Jets. They didn't just go, we're New England and we're home and we're going to beat them. No. They treated it like, damn, they got some good things. You know, you hear Bill Belichick, the Jets are really good in all three areas. They're a really good football team. And they, they never fall into that trap. They always go, we got to find ways to help our players. And I don't always see that, especially in the Cowboys D. Yeah, it's just we're a supremely talented team and we're just going to show yeah. up and we're going to do what we do. And right. and I think they need to have more creativity. And it makes me wonder whether or not if they continue to lose, lose these games. You know, Jason Garrett's status beyond this season is seriously in doubt right now. But whether or not at some point Jerry Jones would decide to give Chris Richard an opportunity mm. to be the interim coach, just to audition. Once you know – that's the thing. Once you know – you're making the change. Yeah, that's when you want to give somebody else a chance to show what they can do. Can they win some games under pressure? Because that's what they did with Jason Garrett and Wade Phillips nine yeah, years ago. I get it. Wade Phillips was yep. was gone, and Jason Garrett got a chance to prove that that he's the guy. And and I, I can't help but wonder whether or not Chris Richard is going to be the new Jason Garrett. But it's something to keep an eye on, especially as these losses continue to pile up. The Chiefs have had a couple of losses pile up at home. That's really a stunner. It looked like they were ready to continue to go unbeaten for as many weeks as they possibly could leading up to that December 8th showdown against the Patriots, but losses to the Colts and the Texans. Can they turn it around? And when you look at their schedule, 
they got some tough games coming yeah, up this year. Right. And I, I do think they can turn it around. I mean, I still think they're extremely dangerous. You, you know, the old phrase, especially for me, follow the money, okay? And they got some money that's just not there right now. You know, Tyreek Hill just got back in the lineup. You saw, you know, what he can do for them as a football team. Yeah, they're missing their, you know, what, what was Eric, what was Fisher, the first pick of the draft? Second first pick of the draft in so 2013. Right, they're missing him at left tackle, okay? Chris Jones didn't play yesterday. Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins, of course, who's being paid money like he's one of the five or six best receivers in football. Better deal than OBJ. Right. So, you know, that, those are big, big, big people to miss for that football team. Their defense is never going to be special this year. They are about outscoring people. Where I am concerned is I don't know if they might have to address, you know, adjust their defensive formula. You know, I, I know, I don't know if you heard what I said when we were doing the show. You know, it's either maybe, hey, we got to just start blitzing and pressuring and do crazy stuff to maybe create turnovers, or they score so our offense can get on the field, or change something you're doing up front. Right now, it's just too easy to run the football and keep Mahomes and the offense on the sideline, and that's that's my biggest concern with them right now. I kind of like that idea. Like we know we have confidence in our offense, so let's just go out, let's make and it a shootout, havoc. right? And either give them a touchdown or we're going to get the ball back, but they're not going to have these nine-minute drives. I think that where they wear our defense down and they keep our offense frustrated exactly i think that's something they have to maybe uh toss around that idea of just like let's try to make some more plays on the defensive side of the ball so what if we give up a 50 yard touchdown once a game or here and there whatever it may be you got patrick mahomes and of course one of the most explosive offenses we've ever seen and the really the thing yeah you said is is hurting them right now is he's over there drinking gatorade more than he's playing football Consider this. Yeah. They've got the short week at Denver. Yeah. And last year, remember, they were down 10 points to the Broncos on a Monday night game. That was when the legend of Mahomes was beginning to creep in. The left-handed that. throw, right. right, and brought him back, and they right. won that game. Right. But at Denver is not going to be easy. The Broncos have some life, and they've yet to win a home game this year. They're going to want this one badly. Yeah. Then they've got oh, Aaron the, on Sunday Night Football, right. Week 8. Right. Aaron Rodgers coming to town. And then the following week, the Vikings. Mm. Who, can run the ball down your throats. I mean, that would be the perfect team to throw the kitchen sink. If they don't adapt to that before week nine, right. week nine is the ideal. Go after them, take chances, try to rattle Kirk Cousins, and if he finds Stephon Diggs wide open, so be it. We get the ball back, and we'll try to match him score for, yeah. for score. Then at Tennessee, we know how the Titans are. Definitely. The Titans are dangerous, especially when you write them off. Right. At the Chargers. And they got the New England knows? and Patricia. I mean, yeah. New England and Dean Pease and Vrabel. You know they're going to have an attack to slow down that Kansas City pass game maybe. Yeah. I'm gonna, they still right. have to go to New England. Yeah. They have to go to Chicago. Oh. Uh, they do have the Chargers twice, and the Chargers don't look good right now. But nope. And then the Raiders are 3-2. and two. Yeah, no, that was no a pushover. that was a great day for the Raiders to not be playing and to have both the Chargers and the Chiefs lose. Right, it really is. It really was. And and then let's not forget too, like the the Chiefs didn't just steamroll the Raiders in Oakland, you know, a few year a few weeks back. Yeah, they scored twenty eight points in the second quarter, but the other three quarters they had issues moving the ball a little bit. And you know, even Oakland moved the ball on them a little bit that day. And uh, I, I know they. Didn't convert on some third downs. I think Derek Carr had a bad interception. Uh, but either way, you know, I'm not like panicked about the Kansas City Chiefs, but they do have to adjust some things, and they got to get they got to get healthy. Four and two feels bad for the Chiefs. It does, right? Four and two feels great for the Panthers. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, it does, especially because they lost two games four days apart to start the season. They lost to the Rams. They lost to the Buccaneers. What the hell's wrong with Cam Newton? Mm-hmm. Oh, we know what's wrong. He's got a midfoot sprain that he had hidden from the team, and the yeah. team acted like they didn't know what was going on. Since then, Kyle Allen, four starts, four wins. 
We saw the great win in. You sound like you're from London. <laughs> yes, right? I like it. And uh, <laughs> um, I don't even know what that reference is. I just I'm used to you saying it. Well, I know it's from forgetting, forgetting Sarah, Sarah Marshall, Marshall, but I, I don't I don't I didn't see it or I oh you need I to see that it. movie. It's very funny. So anyway, yeah. uh, what was I talking about? Oh, oh yeah, the Carolina Panthers. If and Kyle when Allen. Cam Newton's going to be yes. healthy, right? Right. What do you do? And and it's funny because you've already got people who are like. Oh, well, you're not saying the same thing about Drew Brees. Uh, well, Drew Brees is the all-time passing yardage leader. When he's healthy, he's back playing again. Kyle Allen is the future. Cam Newton is the we-don't-know-what right now for the Carolina Panthers. Yes, he was the MVP four years ago, but he's either injured or we're worried about the next injury with Cam Newton. You, it never stops. And this is a way for them to break that cycle and just go with a guy who can run the offense, who you don't have this constant fear that we're doing too much or are we not doing enough? Are we holding him back? Are we putting him at risk? And I think it's a liberating feeling for the Panthers to not have that that constant question I hear you. Right. of Cam Newton's proper use hovering over them. Right. And or can I, he practice and be healthy and all those things too? Yep. And I, look, I don't – I mean, it's. I think it's a pretty serious injury. I really yeah, do. Right. And um, if you're the Panthers, you kind of want to let this ride out. I I, I hear you. I, you know, I, I will stand by what I've been saying. I still think the, the Carolina Panthers will be at their best with a healthy Cam Newton. But right now, Kyle Allen's going to make it hard on them to make that move right away until, like, Cam Newton's 110%. Uh, and, and, you know, yes, I mean, he's 4-0 as a starter. Now they got a bye week. You know, now, I don't want to throw Cam Newton out there in the next game they got to play at San Francisco 49ers and that group. You know, maybe, you know, maybe that's the game where, okay, we put Kyle Allen there one more time. We see if he is for real. And maybe that's the game you start to draw the line on. You know, oh gosh, you know we were kind of steamrolled by that that 49ers defense. Maybe that'll show them. I think that'll be a huge point for them. It's either going to show them, man, Kyle Allen's for real, and we got to ride this out because we beat the San Francisco 49ers. Or even if they lost close, I think you still have to ride with them. But if they like feel like, oh, we got overwhelmed and Kyle Allen was overwhelmed by their team a little bit, maybe that finally does give them the confidence to go back to Cam Newton. I think, as I've said before, that when Camp Newton is healthy and you're ready to go back to him, when this Kyle Allen thing cools off, if and when it cools off, you can go back to Cam Newton and you can just do Cam Newton things yeah. and not worry about him getting injured because if he gets injured, yeah, you've got another Kyle guy. Allen right. fine there. Yeah. Here's the other thing, too. And point, here's, here's the other reason why I think there's a presumption that uh, – we're going to see Drew Brees and a question about whether we're going to see Cam Newton. We see Drew Brees every game. Right. We see Drew Brees doing right. the thumb flexes, getting ready to go, and he's right. there and he's helping right. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Cam Newton's been out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And and the team says, well, you know, we don't want him to be standing on that foot. Well, they have benches. Yeah. He could be on the bench. He could have the tablet. He could be helping Kyle Allen, and he's just not around. And I think that's part of the out of sight, out of mind, off we go and, you know, Cam Newton's got one year left after this season on his contract. And, and I always thought this was an up or out year for Cam Newton anyway. He's yeah, going to get he an did. extension or he's going to be gone. Right. And right now it feels like he's going to be gone. Yeah, and it, you have to ask, at, at some level, does he want to be there? Is he thinking, at this stage of my career, maybe my best play – is to go somewhere else. I don't know where he'd want to go. Yeah, right. But maybe my best play is to go somewhere else. Yeah, you know, maybe um, he certainly has made his mark on that city. He's still a phenomenal, phenomenal football player. Uh, and yeah, hey, there are teams that don't don't let injured players be around and do that stuff. Like New England, you're not going to see any injured players on the sideline during that. 
you know, I, I don't know what Cam Newton's reason is. I don't know if I necessarily believe what they're saying. Either way, I think it's smart it, by Cam Newton or Carolina, who's not there. It can be a distraction with him there. I mean, gosh, let's just talk about the guys that are there that are playing football. I think the last three weeks we would have watched these games Carolina's playing, and there would have been like 10 minutes devoted to Cam Newton sitting on the sidelines, you know, and what are they going to do? And, Cam, and then, you know, you don't have to hear that, or the Carolina Panthers don't have to deal with it. Uh, so I, I understand them kind of keeping him out of the spotlight when this goes goes on but Kyle Allen again not doing things where I go oh wow this is so amazing just really playing the position uh pure he's just taking what's there to be had every now and then he'll make a throw where you go "Ooh, that was pretty good throw good for Kyle Allen and of course they can run the ball and they got a defense and you know this is why we thought they would be in the NFC playoffs right I mean we knew this team was good they really blew two early season games because of Cam Newton and his health status, and you know now they're going to be in a fight to make the playoffs. I've got two teams I'm intrigued by that I'm thinking about. I'm projecting into the future, seeing Cam Newton in their uniform. Yeah, who are you ready? Got? Yeah, I want to hear this. Chargers. Like okay, that's Next a good year. one. Chargers. Yeah, you're trying to get some fans out there. Right. right, new stadium. Right, Cam Newton. And, you know, it just feels like this Phillip Rivers thing, he's going to be one of the aging quarterbacks, maybe the only one who doesn't get to leave on his own terms. Yeah, I think he's right. done after this year based on what we've seen so far this season. And also, hey, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, put him mm. with Bruce Arians if they don't mm. keep Jameis Winston. And you don't want me, Carolina? I'll show you, Carolina. I've got the Brett Favre the reverse, mindset. Reverse gonna, Gerald McCoy. I'm going to stay in the <laughs> yeah. division, and I'm going to stick it to you every chance I yeah, get. That's interesting thoughts, certainly. I, I mean, that is a very interesting thought, really. I, I haven't thought about this at all. I'm just trying to look at it, if there's any other teams that jump out to me. Nobody else in the NFC I don't see. But I like where you're at there. And then, you know, there is going to be teams like the Cincinnati Bengals that I think are going to be going He's on. He's not going to want to play for them. I wouldn't think no, so. They'll either. draft somebody. You know, the that's Tennessee the only Titans, get where do they players go? Is to force them to come to you yeah right I mean Tennessee Titans they go where do they go not sexy enough yeah maybe not either I I hear you I mean it's not happening Cleveland Indy Oakland yeah so I mean they'll, they'll, I think you might have hit the teams really uh, on the head there there where, where it could be a possibility last topic real quickly Tom Brady was on WEEI today there's been a narrative and I think it's the truth yeah that if Tom Brady makes a personal plea to Rob Gronkowski Gronkowski is more likely to return what Tom Brady said today is, I love that guy. I'm so happy he's enjoying his time. I'm happy he's enjoying his life. He seems to be really doing a lot of things, and I'm having trouble scrolling. Here it is. Great things. He knows how I feel about him. I want what's best for him. He's the only person that can make those decisions. I don't lobby for those things. Mm. So, look, yeah. I, so if Gronk's going to come back, and, and, and I can understand where Brady's coming from because yeah. if you lobby for the guy to come back, he comes back and he gets a serious injury. No and doubt. Like it's on you. Exactly right. He's got to decide what he wants to do. Right. And, and maybe, maybe he doesn't have to say it. Maybe their relationship is such that Gronk knows that Tom needs the help. He right. needs somebody. We talked about this Friday. He needs somebody who can draw extra attention so the rest of the offense opens sure. up. He had it with Antonio Brown until he didn't. Yep. He had it for Rob Gronkowski for years, and he could get it back with Gronk. Yeah, I, I don't know that it's the same degree. The Gronk's a guy who was five years ago where you just have to blanket him. Right. But still, it gives you a better element, and it and it does make your offense your more offense. well-rounded. Right. No, no doubt about it. They're, they're missing the tight end aspect of their offense in general from what we've seen from the Patriots over the last decade or so. So that is uh, one element that they certainly can improve. But – um, yeah, I mean, hey, Brady, this is where Brady's, you know, yeah, he's a stand-up guy. He's just, he, he's not going to push this. It is, this is a personal decision. You know, I, I think up until I saw him do this deal with Fox, I would have thought there was a good chance. But now that Gronk has jumped into, you know, Fox and Thursday Night Football and doing some things, it's at least lessen the chance for me 
that along with again just watching him on Thursday night looks like he lost five more lost five more pounds compared to the last time I saw him on TV so that's where I worry about it like if he's going to make this decision to come back and play he's going to have to make it at some point Halloween soon. Halloween yeah it's got to come soon because he's going to have to work on getting his body back into football shape get a little muscle get a little size back on him uh, because he's certainly not physically ready to do it right now he has to emerge from the reserve retired list by the Tuesday after week 13 but at some point before that he's got to be packing on the pounds and you're right he's looking skinnier and skinnier all the time and he really I mean he's Gronk you know he's always going to be that Gronk kind of guy he was more polished than I thought he was going to be yeah but the the bar's low for me because it's just kind of like the big happy go lucky guy who's funny and and quirky right but uh, I I I think being around football because he took a job in football, Could I think that's going to make him, him even more likely. Yeah, that's- I thought the only way that he was going to, n- under no circumstances, come back is if he got some sort of a movie role that he was committed and he signed the contract and he's there for 13 weeks and he can't leave. Yes. Yeah, so are they making the Terminator. new Terminator yet? yet. I'll yeah. be back. We'll be back. We're done. <laughs> uh, thanks for some of your time. We've got new unbuttoned today. The today. Two, the two-game deep dive. Yep. It's not even up to vote for it. They can't vote for that. Go off the record. Go off the board. (laughs) Right in Washington, Miami. I want him to have to watch that game. Uh, Check him out, though, later today. We'll be back tomorrow with another PFT Live. And uh, around the clock, profootballtalk.com. Everybody have a great day. See ya. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.